One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. These are the instances that make you suspend your disbelief. Forget that you're watching something scripted, and let yourself become engrossed in the wrestling drama you are watching. The magic of an unexpected swerve that actually works, Rousseau. So let's take a stroll down memory lane with this list of moments that could have been written for film, but were gifted to the WWE Universe instead. Because I am Gareth here from WhatCulture.com, and here are 10 times WWE was pure cinema. Number 10, the McMahon rivalry in 2001. You can't watch a superhero film anymore without seeing the protagonist being thrown into some sort of multiverse. All the way back in 2001 though, it felt like worlds had collided when the McMahons went to war. Vince McMahon had just proudly declared that he owned World Championship Wrestling, only for Shane to walk out on Monday Nitro and announce that he'd actually signed the contract. This was pure multiverse cinema at its finest. Two McMahons speaking to each other on different channels. It felt like we'd been thrown into a universe where WWE and WCW were finally crossing over. The drama didn't stop there either. The final McMahon showdown was set for WrestleMania X7 in a street fight with Mick Foley as special guest referee. During the match, Trish Stratus wheeled Linda to the ring so she could watch her son lose. As she sat in the corner of said ring, Vince got ready to hit Shane with a trash can. Linda stood up, kicked Vince right in the grapefruits, and watched as Shane went coast to coast for the win. Considering WWE barely acknowledges the business outside of Titan Towers anymore, this is the closest fans ever really got to seeing a meaningful full crossover between companies. Number 9, The Shield disbands. Working to make WWE a better place, The Shield started by siding with CM Punk, before turning face against Triple H and The Authority. We've seen the origin story, so it's now time for Act 2. The game reformed evolution with Batista and Randy Orton in a mission to destroy The Shield once and for all. They ultimately failed to defeat the Hounds of Justice, but there's always a plan B. With evolution letting chaos reign in WWE, Rollins only went and suddenly joined the dark side, turning on his longtime brothers as he hit Roman with a steel chair. In the dark night, it took the death of his girlfriend for Hound of Justice Harvey Dent to become Two-Face. For Seth, it was all about progressing in WWE and not being the weak link. Both of them wanted to make the world a better place, but neither of them knew how to deliver justice in an unjust world. Where Batman and Commissioner Gordon were able to stop Two-Face pretty quickly though, the architect went on to dominate WWE until he eventually got injured in 2015. Ambrose eventually got his revenge though. The lunatic fringe cashed in money in the bank to take the title from his former ally. And with all that in mind, I want to know what's your favourite ever WWE heel turn. Was it Seth stabbing the shield in the back or something else? Let me know in the comment section below my friends. Number 8, Goldberg returns in 2016. Fans who saw Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar on March 14th, 2004 at WrestleMania 20 were 
left with a sense of bitter disappointment. More than a decade later, however, Paul Heyman was calling out Big Bad Bill on an episode of Monday Night Raw. It was time for a legacy sequel, folks. Bill accepted the challenge and they met at Survivor Series. Lesnar was at his peak at this point. He'd already ended the streak, demolished John Cena, and hadn't been pinned for over three years. So what happened? Squashed. Goldberg destroyed the Beast Incarnate and he was back, baby. This wasn't just a cameo either. It was a brand new Goldberg adventure. Like everybody's favourite 80s fighter pilot in Top Gun Maverick, old boy Bill was able to come back and school the latest WWE superstars too, whether you liked it or not. Some might say that unlike Tom Cruise, he couldn't really do his own stunts anymore, but he still let Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns go over him to help set up the new cast on their adventures. Number 7. The Streak It wasn't until WrestleMania X8 in 2002, after the dream match between Taker and Ric Flair, that The Streak was first acknowledged on screen. Big Evil counted to 10 on his fingers as he left the arena. It was sequel after sequel after sequel from then on. Like the Hollywood juggernaut releasing bankable films every year, WWE knew fans were invested in The Streak. Then came the biggest threat to what had become a record of 16-0, Shawn Michaels. Mr. WrestleMania couldn't do it either, even with his damn career on the line. His best friend Triple H tried again too, but once again, Taker left the granddaddy of them all standing tall. CM Punk was next and the same thing happened. 21-0 was where it all ended though. The hero fell when Brock Lesnar came to town at WrestleMania 30 on April 6, 2014. The gas of more than 75,000 people in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome were deafening. When the Beast Incarnate was announced as the winner, the fans realised a larger-than-life hero had finally fallen. Picture Iron Man at the end of Endgame without the Infinity Stones. Number 6. Fake Diesel and Razor Ramon You did hear that title correctly. This one is more cinema than wrestling, because it's something you're more likely to see in a film. When Kevin Nash and Scott Hall decided to go to pastures new at the end of their contracts, WWE lost two of its biggest characters. How often has an actor decided to leave a franchise, been fired for wanting a pay rise, or just not been available to make more movies? Do you question it when a new James Bond actor is cast, or do you carry on living your life? Exactly. So why shouldn't Vince McMahon try it in WWE? Well, there are so many reasons, actually. Firstly, WWE is supposed to be real. Everybody knows that it's not, but the fact that it's filmed live makes it different to what fans see when they go to the cinema. Jim Ross reintroducing Diesel and Razor Ramon was hilarious, but it just didn't work at all, did it? The very notion that WWE could simply give the character to somebody else was laughable, yet it happens all the time in Hollywood. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Number five, that's gotta be Kane. It's pure cinema when the real big bad gets introduced. The Undertaker was the WWE champion in 1997, with Paul Bearer having shifted his allegiances to mankind. When he wouldn't let his father come home, Bearer said that Taker's deepest, darkest secret would be revealed to the world. It turned out that mean Mark Calloway had burned down his childhood home, killing his entire family except Bearer. Or so the dead man thought. His half-brother Kane had escaped and was ready to come to WWE to seek revenge, as you do. The backstory was all in place. It was time, baby. With the dead man facing Shawn Michaels inside Hell in a Cell, the arena turned red and out came the masked man. The reveal of the true villain was like nothing fans had seen before. It took Kane locking Taker in a casket and setting it on fire for the dead man to finally accept a family match with him. After rising out of the same coffin months later, the contest was set for WrestleMania 14. The Undertaker then won to send his ultimate nemesis back to hell, for a bit at least. Number four, the mega powers explode. Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage became the ultimate dream team when they formed the Mega Powers in 1987. From their origin story, the two would continue to cross paths as they both challenged for the WWE title. Gold returned to the pair at WrestleMania 4, when a Hogan helping hand aided the Macho Man in defeating the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, for the vacant belt. Act 2 came about when DiBiase partnered with Andre the Giant, challenged the pair to a match at SummerSlam. The Mega Powers versus the Mega Bucks ended with victory for Hogan and Savage. They then went on to feud with the Twin Towers before disaster struck. Savage had been getting frustrated with Hogan being seen as the pair's leader. Hogan had accidentally eliminated him from the Royal Rumble match that year and abandoned a tag team match to carry Miss Elizabeth to the back after she was knocked down. Enter Act 3. Savage snapped and attacked Hogan backstage. The vicious assault sent shockwaves through the industry, especially when the Hulkster challenged the Macho Man to a match at WrestleMania for the WWE Championship. It was Hulkamania that came out on top in the end. Miss Elizabeth came into the match as a neutral, but was sent to the back so the two could fight without interference. A Hogan leg drop later, and the belt was back with the red and yellow. This blockbuster story ended with the aggressor being put well and truly in his place. Number three, CM Punk leaves with the WWE Championship. If you haven't seen it, well, where have you been? Also, get ready for some Avengers Infinity War spoilers. To sum it up in one sentence, Thanos had a vision for how the universe should be. He was going to change it to fit his image and then retire. Sound familiar? Back in 2011, CM Punk found himself dissatisfied with his place on the card. His contract was expiring the night of Money in the Bank in his hometown of Chicago, so he decided he was going to leave on his own terms. Punk beat John Cena, Rey Mysterio and Alberto Del Rio in the same week, then became number one contender to the WWE Championship. Two weeks later, he dropped the pipe bomb. Surely the chip magnet wouldn't actually leave Money in the Bank with the title though. The climax of the match came when Vince 
Vince McMahon made his way to the ring with John Laurinaitis and called for the bell. John Cena floored Johnny Ace and said he'd win the match on his own, damn it. QA go to sleep and the three counts. So much for that, John. CM Punk was the WWE champion without working for WWE anymore. As he made his way through the crowd with the belt, his mission had been accomplished. But it's a shame WWE ruined their endgame in the coming weeks. Number 2. Roman Reigns' Evolution into WWE's Franchise Player Roman Reigns must be pinching himself after the torrid time he had getting to the top. From the early days of The Shield, it was clear that the big dog was going to be the next big thing. No, not Brock Lesnar. We'd seen it with John Cena. Now we were seeing it with another WWE pet project. He was the next superhero that was destined to become an Avenger. Yawn. So what happened? Fans wouldn't even cheer the future tribal chief over Brock Lesnar. He was nowhere to be seen during his universal title reign. Eventually, WWE did what people asked them to do with Cena over a decade earlier. Roman turned heel, or to the dark side. With Paul Heyman by his side, he took the universal title back and went on to destroy everybody on the roster. He got to show his acting skills, have fun with his family, more on that next, and show a generation what it's like to have a truly dominant champion. The hero became the villain because the people did not appreciate him. Roman had tried to win the fans over for years, but when none of that was working, he decided to go against them and put all their favorites to the sword. What a star. And number one, the Bloodline Civil War. There's been just as many twists in this tale as there has Fast and Furious films. What do they both have in common, I hear you ask? Well, family. You know from the last entry how Roman Reigns entered the story? Well, the addition of the rest of the Anawahi family is where things changed. Tension had been rising in the group ever since Jay was forced to betray Sammy for the cause. So when Roman started chastising his cousin in the ring at Night of Champions, Jimmy finally snapped. A superkick later and the Bloodline Civil War had begun. The way the story developed over two and a half years was like nothing WWE had given the fans in years. When that superkick knocked Roman off his feet, you could hear it around the world. The villain's henchmen didn't want to be pushed around anymore. It was time to fight back. After some of the best false finishes ever seen in the sport, Roman was pinned for the first time in nearly four years by Jay. The henchmen had won, at least for the moment. The electric London crowd celebrated with their Usi boys, the new heroes of this incredible story. Absolutely sensational stuff, I say. Let's just not talk about SummerSlam for a bit and pretend everything going down in this saga is still cinematic magic. And that's our list. Know any other times WWE was pure cinema? Well, let us know all about them in the comments section right down below and don't forget to like, share and click on that subscribe button while you're down there. Also, if you like this sort of stuff, then please head on over to whatculture.com and find some more fantastic articles just like the one this video you're watching right now is based on. I've been Gareth from What Culture Wrestling. Thank you for watching this piece of YouTube cinema. Hopefully we see you again soon, but in the meantime, just be good to yourself. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.